0: What is going on? It's Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Destiny Malibu over Zoom video. Destiny Malibu, born and raised in Malibu, California, believe it or not. And she talks about how she got into music, comes from a very musical household. Her mom's a very successful Latin singer and songwriter. So she was in the studio from a very, very early age. She actually recorded on a song at five years old. She talks about that experience. Wrote her first song at nine. That's also when she learned guitar. Destiny talked about her time on American Idol, actually auditioning with an original song. She talks about that experience, releasing her three albums, Sweet Persuasion, Kissed by an Angel, and Out of the Shadows. And we hear all about the new music a new album she has coming out as well. You can watch our interview with Destiny on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be amazing if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review.
1: We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: We're bringing it backwards with Destiny Malibu. Thank you so much. Well, so first off, uh, Destiny, where were you born and raised?
1: So I'm actually from Malibu, California. Oh, really? <laughs> Originally? I, yeah. So that's why I go by Destiny Malibu. It's a tribute to my hometown. And anytime I go to another city or another state, I just like, you know, feel like I want to bring the beach with me. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. Wow. So born and raised in Malibu. That's exciting. How, what was that like?
1: It was really cool. You know, I went to Malibu High School and uh I went to school with like Gigi Hadid and Francesca Leo that did like does Frankie's Bikinis. So I got to be around some really, you know, amazing, hardworking people. So that was really, really cool and inspirational for me growing up.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you come from a musical household from what I was reading, correct?
1: I do. Yeah. So my mom was actually a successful Latin artist. She was in a girl group called Sinones and then it was Rio Lento and they you know toured they brought their managers brought Menudo to the U.S. so they got to perform with a lot of really big artists Latin artists and so I was very blessed to have you know my mom in my life who taught me everything I know really you know how to write a song stage performance all of that stuff so that's been very cool
0: yeah wow. So do you remember going to the studio or anything like that as a young kid like or oh, like yeah. being on tour or seeing your mom perform?
1: yeah I mean, my earliest memories were definitely like I was in the studio since I was a little baby, like watching my mom record and stuff, so wow. the first the first time that I actually like got on a mic and recorded something was when I was five, and so I like had these big headphones on and i I just fell in love with the studio like immediately, basically, and just watching my mom and It just, it's a very uh, positive memory for me.
0: Wow. So five years old, you had the headphones on your recording. (laughs) That's incredible. Uh, What, what do you remember? Do you have the recording of that? And also what would you
1: I do actually? So that one in part, that song in particular was actually uh, for a 9-11 tribute song. So I was a little baby and I actually said uh, the pledge allegiance at the beginning of the song. Uh, So it's. Wow. It was, uh, you know, a hard time in the world, and it was really cool. My mom wrote a song uh, to bring people hope, and I got to do the Pledge of Allegiance and sing on the choruses and stuff, so it was really cool. So I still have that recording.
0: Yeah, wow, I bet. That's cool. That's so crazy. <laughs> um, And it's for such a like, uh impactful thing. I mean, for such a positive song as well, to be a part yeah. of that. Yeah. Wow. And, like, seeing your mom perform, would you you know, when she tore and everything, were you able to go or were you at home? Like, I mean, I would imagine it'd be hard to to bring a baby on a, on a, on a tour bus. Yeah.
1: yeah, she did do performances, but for the most part at that time in my life, um, you know, she she was kind of stepping more into family life. And so she wasn't on the road as much and she got to spend a lot of time with us. So mostly though, a lot of studio memories. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. So at like, were you involved, I mean, to be on a song and singing at five, uh, you must have been, your mom must have noticed that you had a good voice even you know, before that. Was that something that she was like, wow, oh, awesome. My daughter can <laughs> sing as well.
1: Uh, you know, it was really cool because, so when I was five, obviously, you know, I was able to carry a tune and I love music, but I'm still five. <laughs> so right, of always, course. So, but but when I was actually nine, which is still pretty young, but when I was nine, I actually wrote my first song and I have a recording of that too. And it's called a million kisses. And this is, that song is really, really special to me because it's the first song I ever wrote. And it was actually um, the first song that I performed at a talent show at Malibu middle school. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was actually new at that school at that time when I was in eighth grade and I was homeschooled for a little bit before that. And Mm -hmm. I entered the, talent show in the middle school and I got a standing ovation with that song. And uh, that meant so much to me because growing up, you know, it's incredible to hear positive feedback from your family, but then also from like your community for them to like believe in you that much, that still means the world to me. It's one of my oh, favorite. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, to get a validation for not only a song you wrote, but you're performing it in front of all your peers. Yeah. Wow. So and I bet there's fun. a lot of, uh, <laughs> I mean, at Malibu Middle School, I'm sure there was quite a few uh producer, musician kids there, maybe <laughs> that you have to go up in front of. So it's not Definitely. like you're going up in front of no one that understands the industry in at any, you know, capacity.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And then when I was a senior, I actually was voted most musical, which is a huge honor because class yeah. school is filled, you know, with so much talent. And I was just so like humbled and like, I was like, me? I was like, you guys are so sweet. So, uh, yeah, it was a really good experience. And just to know that I have that support from my community is just really special.
0: For sure. So, when you wrote the, that song at nine, A Million Kisses, mm-hmm. was that something that you, you had an idea? I mean, that's a long time to think back, but uh, yeah. did your mom go, oh, wow, you're, you're writing a song? And she can kind of, you, you said earlier, she's kind of helped you with your songwriting as well.
1: Uh, yeah. So, Pretty much all of my original songs I have written, uh, by myself, but there are a few songs that, uh, my mom has some credits on that we got to collaborate with together, which is super cool. And then I have one song out that I worked with two other writers, but for the most part, I do enjoy, uh, you know, locking myself in my room and just like putting my headphones on and writing. That's like a very, uh, Beautiful experience for me to just like release emotions and get things out. It's like journaling but through song.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. And but I mean, but also having someone that's in the industry and 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 yeah. success successful. I can't speak right now. Um, having them as kind of a sounding board. I mean, was was your mom critical of what you were doing? Or was it like, oh, this is great, honey? Like, or would she be like, you know, we should you could do this or that? how did she always been
1: extremely supportive? So uh, I entered a lot of songwriting contests at school as well. So I got to get like feedback from a lot of different types of people. And mm-hmm. it was really special actually, because when I was at Malibu high school, I entered like they had songwriting contests every single year. And I actually, I won all of the years that I entered. And, wow. Uh, one of the years I got to go to, Tom Zimmer's studio, which was
0: super
1: cool. Um, He's an incredible composer. So I got to go to the studio and, you know, definitely like just having that feedback from my mom and other professionals in the industry, I was like, okay, like I'm on the right track. And, and that was a good feeling.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I did see that you also got, you got signed really young too. You were, you're probably still in high school at that
1: Yeah. So actually my senior year at Malibu High, I went on independent study And I got my first job uh, writing as a songwriter. So I got signed as a songwriter and uh, was writing for different people. And that was like such an incredible experience to like work with other artists and other writers. And I loved that. And I decided after that uh, part of my life that I wanted to pursue also being an artist. So basically since then from 17 to now, I've just been recording and performing and and chasing my dream so it's been really cool
0: that's amazing yeah i i've uh, spoke to other artists that when you get the you know if you get signed on as a songwriter or if you get signed to a publishing deal you kind of have to write for you know you're writing sorry. for other people Sorry, oh.
1: my dog sorry
0: oh it's okay i have a dog too i don't care oh. <laughs> no need to apologize <laughs> It's the beauty Uh-oh. of this and the internet. It's all good. Doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> oh, no. oh my. someone's trying to grab him. Sorry.
0: Oh, don't don't apologize.
1: Hopefully, we can <laughs> clip it
0: out. Oh yeah, well we can edit it out. No worries.
1: Okay, great. Oh, we can leave it in. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I'm just kidding. But uh, so I forgot what Oh yeah, I was saying. So you got signed on as a songwriter. Um, and I've spoke to other artists that have had that opportunity where, you know, you get a publishing deal or you're signing on a songwriter, So you're really, they want you to write for other people. So when it comes, it's kind of a balancing act, right? Like, Oh, you know, have you, did you write songs where like, uh, I kind of want to keep that for me? Or were you running into that at all?
1: Yes, absolutely. So actually, now looking back, I was like, you know, I probably should have done that. Uh, But like when I first got into got my songwriting deal, uh, they really wanted to pitch a lot of my favorite songs I'd written uh, to Selena Gomez, Adele. And at the time, you know, I was 17. And I was like, that sounds incredible, but I also like those songs are my babies. You know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. I, you have to kind of give them away. And if they, they could just put it on a hold, right, and you can't release it.
1: True. Yeah, exactly. So actually, one of my first songs that I released, uh, which was as an independent artist, as Destiny Malibu, was called I Feel Alive. Uh-huh. And um, that was a song that they actually were trying to pitch to Selena Gomez and stuff. And I ended up recording it myself. Thinking back, I'm like, well, that probably would have been a smart move for me. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm really Never thankful know. that I have that record and that I, you know, I got to perform a song that I love. So yeah,
0: definitely. And you did what American Idol as well, right? I saw. I some did, yeah. Of you. See, that's
1: yeah. Me, the comeback season. I was on the show.
0: What was that like?
1: It was super cool. I mean, I got to meet Katy Perry and Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan, which was nuts because I have listened to Katy Perry like my whole life. And I just think she's like a pop queen. So it was, sure. it was nerve wracking to sing for them.
0: <laughs> and you did an original,
1: people, but what was that?
0: You did an original song, which is another bull. I movie.
1: did. Yes. So yeah. I actually performed two songs. I, they, um they aired my original song, which is cool. Um, Peace. Mm-hmm. Which I love that song. And then I also did, I played guitar and did like a Nicki Minaj and Ariana Grande song acoustically. Uh, So it it was really cool. It was cool to get their feedback and uh, just perform Uh, for people of that caliber. It was a really a fun experience. For
0: sure. Did you I mean, obviously, you play guitar. Was that your first instrument or along with singing? Were you put on piano or anything like that at an early age?
1: I can play piano a little bit. I actually played piano. um, I had a piano teacher when I was really little, but she was not the nicest teacher (laughs)
0: They never are. I'm starting a company where it's just going to be, piano teachers that want to teach you how to play pop songs. And it's going to be the most lucrative thing I've ever done.
1: Right. (laughs) So naturally, I, uh, because I didn't have the best experience with my teacher, I moved to another instrument. So I moved into guitar and I fell in love with guitar. I play piano a little bit, but definitely if I perform, I'm going to play guitar most of the time. Mm
0: -hmm. How old are you when you started to learn guitar?
1: Uh, I was, I was about nine actually, because when I wrote my first song, that was, I was playing guitar and I was new to guitar and I wrote it uh, with melody, singing and guitar. So yeah, I was nine.
0: Wow. So you, you really took on the guitar as like a vehicle to really write songs. Sounds like it wasn't like, okay, I want to learn how to play this Katy Perry song or whatever it made.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, at a young age, you know, I was, le- my mom basically sat me down and said, look, like, this is how a song is written. You have your verse, you have your chorus, you have your verse, sometimes you have a bridge <laughs> and whatnot. And I, when, at that age, I just really, like, took that in. And as I was listening to the radio, I was listening to Mern 5, you know, Christina Aguilera, Kelly Clarkson, uh, different people like that. And I was really just paying attention to uh, song structure and Maroon Five was a huge influence for me because they're so incredible at hook writing. So I remember being like a little girl and sitting in the car and hearing like this love and those types of songs, I and mean, being like, "Wow, like what an amazing feat to like write a a song with a hook that good." So I like to think that I'm really good at writing hooks. Uh, so you know, whether it's on guitar or a cappella, I just you know I really love the writing process.
0: Amazing and when. When you were on American Idol, like, prior to that, you had released your own music, correct? That yes. wasn't, like, the first, like, debut of your your original music.
1: Uh, no. So, no. I have three albums out. Mm-hmm. And at the time when I did American Idol, I think I had my first album out. Or my EP. My EP that we turned into an album, which was Kissed by an Angel. And then we made an uh-huh. extension. Mixed- version full
0: album later Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So I saw I was watching an interview with you. It was like on a television station in like Bakersfield or something. You yeah. were like a high <laughs> school tour or something. Where you play a bunch of high schools. I know that's a thing, like the high school musical tours where like my brother in law's band has done that where you play a bunch of different high schools uh around LA or you know California or whatever.
1: Yeah, that was a really uh fun time. I did a high school and college tour and I definitely feel like that was a big part of growing my fan base for a Mm -hmm. lot of those students, you know, we, I have a tour bus and we would bring my tour bus and set up and uh, do a concert. And for a lot of those students, like it was their first concert ever. So Uh, I feel, you know, really honored that I got to like be a part of some of those kids memories in that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, that was a really fun time. I would actually love to do that again. I love the high school college, uh,
0: energy <laughs> yeah yeah he was saying that's like it's like i mean to be there with it, the audience is already a massive amount of people especially that are probably interested in oh like a band here like how cool or like this artist is going to come play at our school at lunch or whatever like it's yeah. already like a buzzing cool thing to probably be a part of anyway.
1: Yes. And you, I mean, you definitely have to have thick skin in the sense that, you know, kids are on it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, they could be brutal, but I bet.
1: Thankfully, I always uh, had a really good experience, all the high schools I went to. But I remember when I first started to go on the tour, I was nervous because at my high school, I remember we had brought artists in and I was on student council. I was on ASB. <laughs> Some of the artists would come in and kids would like throw food and like just be so Damn. terrible. And so I was like, oh, no, I'm going to go to this high school tour. I hope nobody throws food at me. Like, nobody threw any food at me. <laughs> That's good.
0: Unscathed, you left. That's good. Yeah, I've seen photos of your uh, tour bus. I think that was on Instagram or something. It, it's rad. Like, it, you've got oh, your, you know, dear. you're on the side of it and everything. That's really cool.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Um. So you have three, you have, you know, three albums out. You have another one coming out, correct? Yes, you, I do. Okay. So I, so, love- I was going to say, so like after, you know, you put that first record out, like what? Going into the, the next album, like what was kind of the next milestone that you achieved at that moment?
1: After my last... The uh,
0: first album, right after American Idol. Like now you have people's attention, right? And you're uh-huh. like, oh, okay, the song, like peace is on here. Like this is awesome. And then right. you put out the next album. What was that like?
1: Oh, that was super cool. It was very, uh, very fun experience because I had my Kids by an Angel album, which is mostly what I had been touring with at the Mm -hmm. high schools and colleges and different venues. And then I came out with my album, Sweet Persuasion, uh, which I'm super proud of. I think my Sweet Persuasion album, I really, uh, at that point had really developed my sound. My Kiss by an Angel album, I'm super proud of. And it was more of like experimenting with where I felt like best and what type of music I felt best creating. And my Sweet Persuasion album is definitely a pop record and Mm -hmm. it's super fun. And it's our goal was to make something fun and danceable and upbeat and it's a blend of like edm and pop and latin and rap and it's it's a really fun album so i got a really good reaction from that and even today you know when i tour that those are some of my best songs that people really know so
0: yeah and the the video screen behind you is one of the songs of the record right
1: (laughs) yes it is. this is actually this is a my Vamos video. I'm not sure why, it, why it's got that up there, but... <laughs> no, that's yeah, awesome. That's right. yeah, <laughs> I was right. going to say, I think
0: that's on that <laughs> yeah. album. What um, was that? I was going to say, I, I believe that song is on that album.
1: Yes, it's on my Sweet Persuasion album.
0: That's killer. And that came out in uh, 2020, I believe. Was that pre-pandemic or did, was that in the midst of the pandemic?
1: Actually, so my Sweet Persuasion album, the pandemic hit me hard because i actually had an entire college tour lined up and all, all booked for the whole year and i had this album dropping and the the goal was to release the album and then tour and we released the album and basically the pandemic happened and all of you know all of the schools shut down they weren't allowing people to come on campus so uh, that was hard because i was that was so excited for that 2020 tour uh, but I still got a really good response. And I think during that time, a lot of people were streaming a lot of music and looking for that outlet. And so of connection and, you know, releasing music during that time, I think ended up being really good as well in a different way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was able to, you know, continue touring after everything opened back up and, and it's, it's done well, but it was definitely hard, uh, during that whole time to release such a big project when everything was shut down.
0: Oh, I bet. Yeah, I can't even imagine. And then, <laughs> with, so with uh, so you have the three albums you have out. Is Kiss, "Kiss by an Angel" is the most recent record, right? Or is that the first one? I guess so. I'm "Kiss by an Angel" is
1: my first, and then it was "Sweet Persuasion," and then, and out, then, of the then "Out of the Shadows." Yes.
0: Okay, so out of the shadows, you go into that album, and that all was that also out in 2020 as well. Or is that out? Out of the
1: Shadows came out in 2020. Yes. Correct.
0: So you had two albums that came out in the same year.
1: Yes. That's a lot of writing <laughs> during the pandemic.
0: Yeah, but to have that many songs, were you you must have been uh, fairly creative uh, during the pandemic. A lot of people either were or weren't. Was, yeah. Were those songs that you had prior, or were you working on them? Be, you know, due to lockdown and all that stuff.
1: I was working on those two albums prior to lockdown but definitely like during the shutdown i wrote a lot of songs that i'm super proud of that are going to be on my upcoming album so that was still definitely a time of inspiration
0: okay so the upcoming album i don't know if i don't think i saw a release date but you've put out at least mary did you uh mary did you know that's the one that you have out thus far correct is that on the album yes
1: i did i decided to do a christmas single and cover so that's Mm -hmm. a christmas song and it's my first christmas song i'm a christmas baby so you know Uh my favorite
0: (laughs) so that's just that was just a christmas standalone song not a nothing to do with the album that's coming out
1: Uh, exactly but we will be releasing a single from my upcoming album called save my name very soon so we're gonna announce the release date for that soon and that is from the upcoming album oh
0: awesome well tell me about that song
1: yeah so say my name is a really powerful song that I'm so excited to release because so I also have a mental health podcast called the Destiny Malibu podcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, very into mental health. And particularly when I went to the high schools and colleges, pretty much every time I went to a school, like the administration would come up to me and say, Hey, you know, we just want to let you know that like the kids are a little down because there's been a suicide. And I could not believe that at so many of these schools, it was like over and over and over, And I knew the, how mental health struggles had affected my life or some friends. Uh, but that really just spoke to my heart, and I was like, "Hey, I need to do something more in this area and talk about this more." So I have my mental health podcast uh, where we just talk about, you know, self-love and, and which I think is one of the most foundational aspects of quality mental health is really being your own best friend
0: Mm -hmm. and i think
1: especially at that age people are still discovering we're always discovering who we are but i think especially in high school and college you know yeah those
0: are yeah those are the years you're really trying to figure out who you are
1: exactly so i'm very passionate about that and this song say my name is really a song that is describing my own mental health journey and what i have gone through and, and and my goal with that song is to bring hope to people that no matter what dark place you're in, that the, the sun does come through and to just, you know, keep holding on for uh, those good moments and hope and always to hold on to hope. So it's a really cool song. I can say a little like a uh, comment about it that are a hint about what's to expect. Okay. and It's like half rap and half singing And it's a, it's
0: going to be really cool. So I can't wait to release that. Wow. That's really cool. And it's, it's cool that you um, are vulnerable about mental health and and, in your own aspect and having a podcast about it, but not only because you have that relationship with the younger demographic, especially playing high schools and colleges and yeah, yeah, growing up, I never, I'm older, but I never, you know, no one, I never, you never really heard much about suicide. I mean, you would uh, very rarely, but now I feel like it's so, I mean, yeah, more and more kids. It's so sad.
1: Yeah. I think it's, it's really beautiful that a lot of the stigma is being removed around mental health issues. I think even just, you know, 10, 20 years ago, probably it's like, people were more in this mindset of, you know, Oh, just smile and say, everything's fine. And I'm fine. Everybody's good, you know? And You know, that picture perfect like housewife, like, you know, cleaning always happy type of vibe. And I think now people, especially I think during the pandemic, I think that opened up a lot of that conversation because people were so isolated and were really struggling and, you know, still are. But that time in particular, I think opened up more of a conversation about how to work through these issues. And I was a little nervous about being so vulnerable about, you know, my experiences, but if my story can help even just one person and realize that they're not alone and that, you know, even someone like me who maybe some people would think, oh, you're probably so happy and your life's perfect. And it's not, you know, I'm human. I have my bad days. I have my weaknesses. And uh, it's, I think, really important to remind people that it's okay to be human and, and your emotions will fluctuate and that's okay. And I think being honest and vulnerable about that is one of the first steps of prevention if somebody is really struggling.
0: Mm-hmm. And with your podcast, was that's, I mean, it's one thing to be vulnerable, I guess, in, you know, in a song because people could interpret it a certain way. Right. Or, right. But when you're doing a podcast about that subject, it's very, <laughs> very black and white. Uh, yeah. Is that something exactly. you, I mean, going into that, like, uh, is it just you on the pod? I'm just curious a little bit about the podcast. Yeah. Are you, are you mm-hmm. is it you, do you have guests And and how did, was that kind of, a? I mean, being that vulnerable and it's just you speaking about this, this topic very directly. Yes. Um, was that hard? Was that something you were kind of like, uh, should I do this? Like, were you kind of on the fence at all or no, you just knew that you wanted to get on board? And I
1: fine. was a little bit because, you know, there's something to be said. And I've heard a lot of people talk about this. A lot of people don't share their struggles out of fear of being judged. Mm -hmm. And I've heard a lot of people and students and people say that to me. Oh, I don't want to tell my friends or my family because I don't want people to look at me different. And I think what's important to remember is so many people, so many of us are going through the same struggles. And I think sometimes we're afraid of being judged. But when we open up, we actually learn that so many people are going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. And when you realize that so many people are going through the same thing, there's a lot of comfort in knowing that you're not alone in those emotions and that it's not just, you know, you who's feeling this way, but other people and then being able to talk to other people and support each other through those emotions. Uh, But I was initially a little nervous because I'm like, oh no, like, are people going to think I'm crazy and I'm totally unhinged off the rails, you know, But, but it's not, it's not something at the end of the day that I'm really worried about because I think just being honest and truthful about who you are and what you go through is what really is going to connect with people most authentically anyway. So it was, it was interesting sharing some of my struggles, but we've gotten so much feedback where people are like, thank you so much for sharing that. You know, I've gone through the same thing and knowing that knowing that I'm in a place now, like I really am in a good place. I'm not perfect. I have my bad days, but Overall, I feel like I am in a place in my life where I can encourage others and my listeners and people who follow me that, you know, it gets better. There. So that's my main message is, you know, not to give up and to hold on to that hope.
0: Incredible. Yeah. And with this new album coming out, is that, uh, I mean, it sounded like the song that you have coming out is is in, is about that subject matter. Is that yeah. a, kind of a theme throughout the album or is that just kind of the one song or... What can we uh, so from the from the album when it's all yeah the album
1: is going to be a blend of a lot of uh really cool pop tunes and even this song say my name is a pop song I'd say it's a, like a pop R and B song so you can kind of expect that vibe from the whole album and it's interestingly it's kind of upbeat but also intimate so. I'm excited for people to resonate with it and see what people think.
0: I love it. I can't wait to hear the song and and the album when it comes out. And I appreciate your time today, Destiny. Thank you so much for doing this.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Adam. Are you in music as well?
0: Uh, I no. <laughs> I mean, no? I <laughs> okay. I I can play guitar okay and keys a little bit, but um, I I came from radio. I was on the radio for. In almost 20 years. So that was wow. where I started. So, yeah, I was in San Diego on the radio and San Francisco. And now I live in Nashville. But um yeah, that, I love talking to musicians and appreciating music. I wish I could write songs and be a rock star, but that wasn't in the cards for me.
1: Oh, well, you play guitar. So, yeah,
0: I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> I could play four power chords and that's no. That's all unique. You can yeah. play like 200 songs as
1: four chords. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Well, um, I have one more question for you, Destiny, before I let you go. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists.
1: Yes, of course. My advice for aspiring artists would be to do your best to kind of shut out the noise and create the type of music that you want to create, that you resonate with most. I think a lot of artists, when they're trying to develop their sound and figure out what direction they want to go, I know I had a lot of people telling me, oh, you got to be in one lane, only do one genre, only do this. And I think that artists shine the most when they are just being true to themselves and sitting down and coming from that authentic place of whatever their heart is saying. Uh, and I think sometimes in the music business, some of that can get lost and manufactured and, you know, all about the money. And just to remember to stay true to your art and true to what your heart wants to share with the world.